This podcast is recorded in a house with animals, one of whom is currently walking across my desk. I think she's grumpy because my notebook is on my laptop, and that means she can't sleep on it, so we'll just move that. Yep, that's exactly what she wanted. Uh, The other thing is we swear a lot, often. So, uh, you know, you may want to keep that in mind. And the third thing is our interview this week talks about uh, COVID because everything talks about COVID-19 right now. It's just the way it is. So, yeah. Welcome to Productivity Alchemy episode 155. Hi, folks. Uh, We would normally have a letter show. This is the second show of the month, but Ursula is not feeling 100%, and I spent all day dealing with a busted water heater. And not just a busted water heater, but a busted water pipe that eventually I was just like, you know what, this is above my pay grade. We called a plumber and got it done. So it's something like 5.30 p.m. And I just had my shower today like 15 minutes ago because we haven't had hot water since about this time yesterday. Excitement abounds. That's been uh, that's been the last 24 hours and that kind of colored productivity this week. It's been just that sort of past week. So, uh, you know, other than spending a lot of time with the chickens over the U.S. holiday, the July 4th holiday, which was actually pretty nice, uh, it's been same old, same old for me and still moving forward. So uh, overall positive. That all being said, I have an amazing interview. And we're just going to go right to the interview this week. Uh, I had a chance to sit back down with uh, my friend Dana Frederick. Uh, It was a catch-up interview. It's been a little while since we talked last. And some things have changed, especially in this time of plague. And we'll have that for you in just a minute uh, because I want to play our favorite tune. So we'll be right back after... folks. I am thrilled to be talking to Dana Frederick again. Am I saying it right? Is it Frederick? Frederick? It, it's Frederick. It's Frederick. I always tell people it's, it's easy to pronounce, difficult to spell. Okay. Yeah. That, that, uh, yeah, I'm so used to thinking Frederick because of how it's spelled. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, Dana was on last year in 2019, and I'll link to the original episode, yada, 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 um, and has come back to talk to us about how things are maybe a little different. And so can you remind us before we go into that, um, all the stuff you do, cause you do a lot. I do. Yeah. Well, I, uh... you did pre pandemic. <laughs> I, you know, yeah, I, um, I do a couple of different things. So I'm a, I'm a young adult steampunk and fantasy author. Um, and besides writing books, I also, I make candles based off my characters, which I, um, 
would usually be selling at cons and right? like that, except, you know, right now we're in a little bit of a, like a world crisis. Mm-hmm. Um, I also host a blog, um, which is still ongoing. It provides technical guides and helpful articles for other authors. Um, especially because I'm, we talked last time how I'm kind of the person who likes to run AB tests. on Yeah. Things. Yeah. 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 So like I've got stuff on find a way versus ACX when creating audiobooks. I've got um, even more guides than before up there. So if you are an author and you have any questions about how to do any of that or use any of those systems, feel free to check out my blog. I've got loads of helpful things on there. And then um, I've also started uh, crocheting things to sell at events. Ah, and that would be that stylish new hat you're wearing this time. Yes, I mean my hat. <laughs> So yeah, um, lot, I just I just sort of tend to pick up things and throw stuff against the wall and see what sticks. Yeah. Um, so last time when we talked, um, you were bullet journaling with Evernote. You were using Trello. You had mm-hmm. spreadsheets for inventory. Um, how has that changed? So um, as far as like all those uh, systems and apps and things like that, mm, they've mostly stayed the same. Like I don't really use... Evernote for bullet journaling anymore. I am still using Trello and that's been great. I really love it. Um, I'm probably not utilizing it as well as I could be, but it's, you know, it's working, which is good. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I, uh, so I'm still using that, still using Google sheets for accounting and, um, inventory and, um, like all my, my candle formulations and stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, so yeah, so that's all fine. Um, and, pretty much the same the big thing that's changed um so last november Mm -hmm. i decided that i was going to get a job at a grocery store called trader joe's oh hey there you go yeah yeah i I say i decided um i went in and i was like and because we got a um we only had one here in nashville and then we got one right near my house and i was excited so and i i've been kind of obsessed with trader joe's for a long time um and so i was like i kind of thought for a long time Mm-hmm. if I got like a part-time job, that would be a really cool place. So then, like I said, the one near my house opened up and it just kind of seemed perfect. Um, yeah, so yeah. I went in, I was totally dressed like a schlub and I felt bad about that, but I was like, hi. And like, you know, did the whole super like aggressively friendly introduction and stuff, fill out the application, all that stuff. So I got the job, which was very exciting. Yeah. And I was going to say, uh, by going in dressed a little bit like a schlub you probably fit in perfectly i love trader (laughs) joe's but you know they're not big uniform and formal dressers uh so yeah they're they're pretty cool it's honestly um oh i should i should also take this moment to say i do not speak for trader joe's as the company these are my opinions and experiences um so yeah so like i'm not speaking for them in any official capacity but yeah no they're they're Mm -hmm. super cool with their dress code like you know you gotta wear the t-shirt you gotta practice good hygiene pretty much it um you know represent the company well yeah yeah um but yeah so anyway so i got the job hooray um and (laughs) then the pandemic hit and things got crazy oh Um, yeah (laughs) so yeah but people are really cool like they're they're super nice and whatnot about like you know being Mm -hmm. nice and being patient for the most part um so yeah it's been it's been really interesting (laughs) Although I did, I did make some, some mistakes. Um, mm-hmm. I kind of, I had some incorrect expectations. Um, uh, yeah, yeah. And it was, it was, a, it was a struggle to, to kind of transition because I um, sort of expected that I'd be able to have the same level of productivity at home with like 24 to 30 or so hours less. 
like a week, which is just completely not realistic. I can actually hear people through like I, I <laughs> it is as if a thousand voices started laughing uproariously. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So like I, I I definitely had some some incorrect um expectations. Whoops, that was my pen falling down. Um and I wrote it so like I'm the, you know, I kind of went through and I journaled like what am I trying to do here? Like what am I yeah, doing? Yeah. Not? So like I wrote everything down and kind of figured out like what's actually realistic. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, like I've rearranged some of the physical spaces in my house to kind of accommodate mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. the changes. Like I've redone my, my, um, workspace that I'm sitting in right now with like my computer and stuff, which is still needs some help. My desk, um, honestly, I don't think I realized this when I bought it. It's got a weird like bubble in it. So it's got like a straight part and then like a, a part that sort of bulges out. And the part that bulges out, I don't think is very ergonomically sound because I kind of have to like have like be sort of crooked when I sit. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so eventually I'll replace the desk. I'll get there eventually. I think you're supposed to have just your keyboard there and be back. And that's like where you focus on the keyboard, but yeah. they drive me crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And looking at it now, I'm like, why was this designed this way? I don't really understand. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I like it when the bubble goes the other direction so that you've got sort of like a little nook to slide yes. into. That makes more sense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's definitely not what's happening here. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah. Um, so like I said, I sat down, I journaled about it. I figured out like kind of where I needed to focus my mm-hmm. efforts just because like I said, I didn't have as much time as before. So like email, like the amount of time I used to spend on email is kind of ridiculous. Like I would just sort of like sift through emails and na 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 and like wander and kind of read everything. And I just can't do that now. Um, a lot of stuff just gets deleted automatically now. Yeah, no, no. I'm a big filter at all and, uh, and sort out the important stuff, like filter out all but the the things that are timely and important to me, and then the rest of it gets shoved in a folder. And I'll just, since I'm on Gmail, I'll just do a I'll search for is unread, and then I'll just read it all in a batch, like at night, mm-hmm. like all the stuff coming in from Boing Boing or um, you know the various blog feeds and things that can happen later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So a lot of a lot less time is going toward. Mm -hmm. that. I have yet to figure out, um, Gmail does a weird thing. I don't know if you've noticed, like I tell it to kind of like filter and sort and it it just sort of attaches a label instead of like putting that into a folder. Uh, Folders are labels, uh, in Gmail. (laughs) You, you have to tell it if you're using the rules, you have to say, skip the inbox. Oh, okay. To get it to file away automatically. Otherwise it just tags it and goes on about its business. I found, I've been finding, because I had to rework all of my labels, long story, and we'll talk about, by the time this airs, people have already heard about this. So um, I had to uh, uh, basically redo how all of that works, because I was using SaneBox, and I'm not using SaneBox anymore, and SaneBox was doing all the filtering for me, and then I had to go in and build the rules myself, Mm -hmm. and then... It was, yeah, no. And then I'm finding the places where, oh, I forgot to click um, skip inbox. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I've gotten really good at this point at 
downloading mm-hmm. the rules in an XML file, <laughs> <laughs> editing them, oh, wow. deleting everything, and re-importing all the rules. Wow. Because it, it, it's much faster than, you know, I have how many rules and I have to go through an H1, open, edit, click the one thing, save, open, edit, click the thing, save. I'm like, I can just download them raw and import is- them. That is yeah. some hardcore organization hacking right there. It's uh, it's what I had to do. It was that or spend like two hours adjusting filters. Mm-hmm. But yeah. once you learn to do that, it was actually kind of cool because now I'm like, mm-hmm. well, instead of putting these six different things into six different folders, I should put them all in one folder. And I just download that, search and replace, upload. There you go. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, so it, it makes some of those things a lot easier versus having to go through and change and then refile everything. Nope. Blah. Yeah. Yeah. For for anybody who's like particularly uh, tech savvy, do you have that in like an open source um, uh, article or anything anywhere? No, I'm just, I mean, it's, it's just using their built-in export, mm-hmm. editing it in, uh, I'm using Visual Studio right now, uh, text editor and then re-uploading it. Mm. I mean, there's nothing. It, I'm not using any fancy command line tools. I'm not. It is pure raw straight stuff. I mean, I could probably write an article, but it's. I I don't know if it's something that people would feel like hearing about a lot of because it's mm. just like here are the places you need to put these. And oh, by the way, by the time you read this two years later, Google might have changed the whole thing. True, um, there is yeah. that. Yeah. yeah. See, um, that's the thing about using other people's system is they can just they can just do stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, like I've already run into a couple things. I switched from Android to iPhone, and oh, I've yes. already run into a couple things where like APIs have changed since the last time I was on an iPhone, and mm-hmm. certain things don't work anymore. Yeah. Um, I'm looking at UNest. I'm <laughs> looking at UNest. Okay. So, anyway. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Um, so yeah, so new job at TJ is mm-hmm. dealing with um, just that kind of schedule shift and whatnot. And I think we're, like shaking up my physical workspaces was really good because then mm-hmm. like it kind of triggers my brain of like, okay, you're in this space now. You're going to do the X, Y, and Z. Um, yeah, yeah. I do. I have, I have started to slip, especially as we've been home so much, mm-hmm. um, started to slip into like bleeding my my workspaces into each other like i should not have like my crochet in here and yet here's my crochet there's your crochet um, yeah yeah so like this so i i need to kind of re-separate everything a little bit if you manage to be a person who does crochet who doesn't carry your crochet with you around everywhere you will have leveled up from almost every other crochet person i know well, I mean, I don't bring it <laughs> to TJ's with me, but I like, that is what I do. Like if I'm sitting there at a show, just like, you know, hanging out or talking mm-hmm. to people or whatever, um, back when, you know, we had those sort when of When we had those, yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I would be doing that. So no, that's not me. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I think that was really, really helpful. Um, but so that's, I think that's everything pretty much that's like mm-hmm, changed mm-hmm. since we last chatted. Yeah. So you're still keeping stuff that works and reusing it. Yeah. Um, yeah. And there, um, you know, I've, I've kind of gotten rid of, like I said, the bullet journal mm-hmm. from Evernote. Um, I've, I've made some notes here that I'm looking through. Um, 
Yeah. I mean, and I feel like these, none of these particular apps have changed too drastically. Yeah. So not, not much news on that front. Um, yeah. So rolling through, mm-hmm. I have all these notes. Um, yeah. Hold on. Looking at page two. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, how are you? I mean, so you, you said you've made changes. I, does that mean that overall you're not, say, producing as many candles or as many books a year? Do you not know yet? I, I find I have, to, I have to be a lot better about my focus. Okay. Um, so, for instance, like on a day that um, I'm, I'm doing work at Trader Joe's, mm-hmm. um, I have to kind of look at, okay, when am I going in? Um, and thankfully, so I mentioned last year when we chatted, mm-hmm. I'm really slow to get started in the mornings and that hasn't changed. Right. Um, so and it's probably never going to. Um, <laughs> but so like, however, somehow magically, like my schedule has sort of become that I, I usually close. I don't know if more people just prefer to open or just what, um, which I'm fine with closing. My husband's a night owl. So yeah, you know, that, yeah. that schedule kind of works for us. Um, so I'm able to kind of like take my time in the mornings, mm-hmm. feed the dogs, I get my coffee and my breakfast and blah, blah, blah. Um, so yeah. So, and then, you know, I'll kind of look at how much time I have. Usually that depends on how late I was up the night before. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, I'll, I'll kind of do things in sprints. So like, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to write for one hour today okay. before I go into to, to Trader Joe's. Um, and then days that I don't work there, um, I'll kind of look at what I've got for the week. So like this past week mm-hmm. I had a lot of, um, excuse me. Uh, I had a lot of, uh, what do you call it? Like other not writing books mm-hmm. type of writing to do. So like I had to get a blog entry out, right, right. Patreon rewards to update. I had my newsletters to send out. Um, and then I also, since we're all stuck at home right now, I did like a little free audio gift. For ah my, my uh, newsletter subscriber. So they all got like a little audio version of that, we- that month's short story, which meant I had to record it and then I had to edit it. And, um, that takes time. It takes a lot of time. Uh, yes. Yes, it does. Um, yeah. yeah. Um, like how long was the story? It was, a, it ended up being like 22 pages. So I think it's about an hour finished. Mm-hmm. And I think I had about an hour and a half of just raw, audio. And I will say that like, I am not a professional audio narrator. (laughs) So like there's, this is not like professional quality. It's just something nice that I wanted to provide to people since we're all kind of burning through our entertainment. Um, so yeah, so like, and I, I told people that in the newsletter, like guys, I I hire professionals for my audio books because they are much better at this than I am. Yeah. Um, no, I was, I was going to say, I found it interesting that it would take me 30 minutes, 30 to 45 minutes on a good day Yeah. to do a five minute hidden almanac. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Cause there's the take, there's the retake, there's the editing, there's the, mm-hmm. you know, all that stuff. Yeah. Um, we will not talk about how long this one takes, um, <laughs> but I off, I actually offload some of the work I was doing with product or with uh, hidden almanac now to other apps, right? Yeah. I use Alphonic. I use to do all the leveling and stuff. And I do, you know, uh, there's, there's a lot of stuff that I was sort of having to do with hidden almanac that mm-hmm. like for the longer form stuff, I'm just like, I will pay somebody for that. 
Yes. I yeah. remember, I remember you talking, I think um, you used an, an app to like transcribe it as well. No, no, oh, no. Wow. You just transcribed that or no, it kind of already came transcribed because it was a script. Yeah. Yeah. Hidden Almanac. We just put the, we, we had a group of people who were putting the scripts on the, uh, on the wiki. There's a fan mm-hmm. on the wiki yeah. and we're then, I guess, basically verifying as they, as they listened. Mm-hmm. Um, because yeah, we change things on the fly and not always remember to update the script yeah. and that's fine. Mm-hmm. Um, it's sort of like, here's the script for Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, the original radio play. And then here's how it changed for the TV show versus the novels versus, um, yeah. so yeah. Uh, but, um, so a lot of that got offloaded. Um, I did have someone who was transcribing, these the productivity alchemies mm-hmm. uh but i lost my job and it was very expensive mm-hmm. um that sort of thing is not cheap yeah oh gosh no uh, yeah you know, anything in i think just the audio production world mm-hmm. very expensive yeah. and I, I tried some audio auto transcribe stuff mm-hmm. and no yeah it is, a lot it of them is weren't great nowhere near ready yeah nowhere near ready so yeah um, I think the average is something like six hours of like raw audio is usually um, ends up in like one hour, like, or like audio work, like ends up in like one hour of finished product. Yeah. Give or take depending. Yeah. Um, you know. So yeah. So like I had mm-hmm. all of that in my, like my weekly goals and mm-hmm. it, it was due by the end of the month. So like I had like a hard deadline. Right. Um, so not a lot of actual like book writing got done. It was all that stuff. Um, so yeah, it just kind of depends week to week. Um, kind of what's on, what's coming up and what's due and, and whatnot. Um, but yeah, so like I said, I kind of, I kind of have to like more hyper focus than mm-hmm. I did before. Yeah. Now, one of your big things mm-hmm. uh, we talked about last time was about a professional ass kicker. Yeah. Do you still have a professional ass kicker? I do. Um, so actually, and I've hired one or two more since then. Um, <laughs> so I still have my, uh, my trainer at the gym who mm-hmm. unfortunately I haven't been able to go see for about six weeks, but he just sent out a text yesterday. Um, here in Tennessee, they're lightly lifting as of recording this, um, mm-hmm. some of the restrictions. Um, I'm in, in Davidson County, which is Nashville. Right. And Nashville is like an exception because we're a much bigger city than most of the rest of Tennessee. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're kind of going in phases. Yeah. Um, and if you, I think I'm trying to remember it. I don't remember the exact rules, but basically like there's certain um, things you have to do. Like if you're running a small business or something in order to be eligible to open back up. Right. Um, so like my trainer, he's going to be wearing a mask. Um, and, you know, he cleans everything super good and whatnot. So, like, hopefully I'll be able to go back and see him starting maybe next week or so. Um, and since then, I've also hired a marketing person. Because I'm bad at marketing. I am really terrible at it. And I don't, I don't, in, some people, like, they enjoy learning. And I love learning. But not that. <laughs> and so, like, I've, I've hired him to do advertising and stuff for mm-hmm. me and, create marketing plans for the books and things like that, because that's, that is so not my thing. So not your thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so that's been, that's been really good. And it's obviously something if you can afford it, great, but it, you know, everything costs money. I mean, there are also, um, 
barter systems for that. Uh, in, in a lot of ways, Shepard is Ursula's professional ass kicker. Yeah. Um, it's something she does for rent, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> there you go. Nice. <laughs> yeah. It's kind of perfect. Yeah. So the other thing you, you talk about is you're knit, you're, you're crocheting, not knitting mm-hmm. different. Yeah. Um, you're crocheting, you still make the candles. Mm-hmm. Um, but a lot of that sold at shows. Yeah. Yeah. How does, uh, how, how have you shifted that? Or do you just have a whole pile of stock for when the shows open up? Hopefully I have next year. So much stuff now. <laughs> yeah. Cause I mean, everything for 2019 or I mean, mm-hmm. sorry, it's 2020 now. Gosh, yeah. time has just dissipated into almost nothing. Um, I'm, I'm just kind of waiting. My next scheduled thing is mm-hmm. June 5th and it's like, it's a teeny weeny one here in town. Um, We'll see if it happens. And if not, I'll just continue crocheting and making candles and, and stuff. So right now it's a very, it's a very productive time in some ways. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I know it's a, a pain, but had you thought about doing some sort of online ordering or. <sighs> I've thought about it. That's, it's not something I want to take on if I don't have to, just cause it's basically right. running a whole new business. Yeah. Yeah. And you have to then have, this is my day to fulfill everything. Mm-hmm. And yeah, no, I'm aware of, of what a pain it is. So yeah. So I'm not, but I figured I'm I'd ask, you know, Oh yeah, definitely. And I mean, and a lot of, I know a lot of creators are having to mm-hmm. switch over to that right now, just cause that's a huge part of their income shows were shows have not been like that big a chunk of my income. Um, but I know for some people like that's their pretty much oh, their yeah. entire livelihood. Yeah, uh, one of my D and D players is a well, a couple of my D and D players are professional artists, mm-hmm. um, and I know the lack of shows is hitting really hard. Uh, yeah, at least on that side of their business, one of them at least, um, like she has several other things going on, and her husband works in like yeah. a traditional job, so it all balances sure. out. But yeah, uh, yeah, mm-hmm. oh yeah, but it's hard, really mm-hmm. hard. Yeah. And it's one of the, it's sort of weird because one of the reasons I got um, the job at Trader Joe's was mm-hmm. to help pay for travel because travel is expensive. Yep. Um, and then also to pay for audio book production, mm-hmm. which now almost all of, I don't have that many books. I've only got like a handful of books out, but um, they're almost all done now. I think the last one is in pre-production. So mm-hmm. yeah, like, now it's kind of funny or not. It's not really funny. It's ironic um, yeah. that like I was already and like financially prepared to do more traveling and then this all happened. So yeah, it's been kind of interesting mm-hmm. um, and sort of rebalancing those goals for the year. Mm-hmm. Um, so like I said, I mean, it's partially paying for, for me to be able to afford a marketing guy and whatnot. Um Maybe I'll have to sit down at six months or so and figure out, okay, this is, this is now how I'm going to right. yeah. run this business, basically. Because, yeah. yeah. of course, as any independent creator knows, like, you're running a business now. And sooner or later, uh, as anyone who's dealt with stock uh, realizes, oh, God, I, I just made another batch of X, and I have nowhere to put them. Yeah, pretty much. You know, um, mm-hmm. famously... Uh, KB Spangler, who has been on the show, yeah. had had a garage full of Speedy the Koala plushes mm-hmm. because the minimum order size was something ridiculous. And I mean, they're cute. They're fluffy. You yeah. would think they would sell. Oh, God, no. 
Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, it was, it was, uh, for a while it was the, the stuffed koala, uh, pandemic just at her house alone. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, that's the thing you have to balance out is like, how much stock can I keep? How much am I going to move? Especially for mm-hmm. something, you know, how much am I making? Do I hit a point where I just stop making for a while or mm-hmm. do I change up and sell them online or something? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, um, I, I, I have been very, um, Ugh, I, re- I don't really want to run an online business um, yeah. for, for that stuff. But you know what? Maybe one day that'll that'll end up having to happen. So we'll see. Yeah, at least if if you're doing it from home, you only have to pay one state's taxes in theory. That's true. Yeah, in theory. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah, and then having and then actually that's a, that's a that's a good point. So like as far as professional ass kickers, we hire people to do our taxes for us because I know oh, yeah. nothing about that crap. Like. I, I am more than happy to let the professionals deal with that. I don't know how that works at all. Like, I know that I'm supposed to pay taxes. I don't know how much really, like really, like <laughs> yeah. when, especially when you have like a couple of different sources of income and mm-hmm. you make charitable donations and all that stuff together. Yeah. Yeah. There was a, a reason we did married filing separately for as long as we did mm-hmm. um, because, well, one, because I was the only person on the mortgage at the time. And two, my taxes are dead simple. Yeah. Comparatively. Um, When we refinanced the house, suddenly Mm -hmm. it became, oh, um, we need to make sure that Ursula gets credit for that too, et cetera, et Mm -hmm. cetera, et cetera. And I'm like, so you have an accountant. We'll just, we'll just accountant, accountant. Great. I don't have to deal with it now. Great. Yeah. One less stressor. Yeah. Here's my paperwork. Bye. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. And for anybody who is um, considering this, mm-hmm. definitely um, see if like the accountant you're considering will meet with you for like a free consultation because yeah. otherwise like you don't, you have no idea what you're getting into. So like bring mm-hmm. all of your questions to that free consultation. Yep. Everything you're curious about, even if you're only vaguely curious about it, cause that's your chance. Yeah. Uh, The great thing is, though, that uh, Ursula's been working with him for several years now to the point where on, um, I want to say, before everything broke, before the tax extension for this year, Mm -hmm. he had already sent an email saying, "Um, I'm filing your extension. Is that okay? Mm -hmm. She's like, yeah, okay. Um, Because he just knows. He knows she's going to file an extension. Mm -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) So, yeah, in fact, I might even say like having tax professionals might be one of the best professional ass kickers you can hire just because it's so complex. Uh, it can be. Once you're past the simple, I'm, you know, a simple household of, you know, two adults and two kids yeah. is very different from a, a full time person with a kid full time who's going to college. God, um, yeah. you know, professional <laughs> author and all the stuff that goes with that. Yeah, no, it's it's a whole other world and no, never again. Yeah. Yeah. Even when Mike and I both like worked like just mm-hmm. norm, normal, quote unquote, uh, corporate yeah. jobs, um, there was one year where if we had just been two people cohabitating, mm-hmm. we it would have been completely different as far as our taxes. And I've never, ever thought so hard about like maybe we should get divorced <laughs> <laughs> there yeah no they're they're particular about that um yeah yeah so 
unfortunately, no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a weird world. It's a really strange yeah. thing. So, um, yeah, so professional ass kickers are really great <laughs> if you can do it. Um, and thankfully, a lot of them will, you know, they, they, they charge their fee um, as far as like tax consultants and stuff go. Mm-hmm. And they'll basically like take a portion of your, um, your return. Yeah. So, and yeah. I mean, there, it benefits them to get you a good return. So, you know, there's that. Yeah. Yeah. If you get a return, that whole independent creator thing certainly lessens the possibility of that. So. Yeah. There's that. Um, yeah. Cause again, you're running your own mm-hmm. business and you are, that's and hard. There, <laughs> there are all these things that you don't know about that you have to have mm-hmm. to deal with. Yeah. 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 Um, so, mm-hmm. um, oh, one, uh, one app I forgot I, um, yes. that I changed. So I mentioned last time I used to use uh, Pomodoro. I've gone yeah. away from that and I use an app now called Forest. Um, oh, do you know I about that? I, I'm familiar with it and I couldn't use it. Uh-huh. And now that I'm back on iPhone, I think I can use it. Yeah, I, I really enjoy it. It's, mm-hmm. it's very much that like, kind of uh, gamer achievement thing. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh, you've grown a tree and you get a little bit of money for it. And then when you get enough money, you can buy a different type of tree and then you can grow those trees. Right, right. It's- so, I mean, and I just think that the whole idea of the peaceful thought around instead of a clock ticking down or whatever, it, you're growing a tree. It is yeah. improving things versus, <laughs> yeah. And I think I think the company who runs it, I think they do plant real trees in the world, but I mm-hmm. I don't actually know like exactly what the conversion there is. Yeah. Um, they do something like that though, which is good. Yeah, no, that's fantastic, and that's one of the apps that's like on my list of I need to look at now that I'm mm-hmm. back on iOS um, for reasons. Um, yeah, but uh, mostly to deal with oh my god, the productivity apps on on. Mac and iOS are so much better than everywhere else. Oh yeah. God, I feel so bad, but it's true. The I only thing feel, I oh sorry, go ahead. Finish. I was gonna say no, I don't feel bad. This camera is really nice, or the the camera on the the new iPhone SE is on par with my Pixel threes. So yeah, I, it's a nice upgrade. Yeah, I've never <laughs> been a camera person, but um, I have I have an old iPhone. I think I have yeah, like a five yeah. S because um. Oh, I have yeah. hands, mm-hmm. and I don't want this enormous, crazy phone. Also, you can have my headphone jack when you cry it for my cold, hand, cold dead hands. Um, <laughs> so, Fair. but I've seen, I've seen the cameras on the new ones, and they are very nice, like to the point where even I notice them, and I'm like a camera pleb. Yeah, yeah. Um, and since I'm doing, you know, the daily chicken picture, it's, uh, it's important for me to have good, good cameras. So. Yes. Loving yeah. the daily chicken picture, by the oh, way. Yeah. Strong independent chicken is my favorite. No, like, I, I'm sorry to the other chickens, but. No, 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 it's, it's fine. Strong independent and tater tot have their, their, both have their fan clubs. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, so yeah, Forest app, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm a big fan. The only thing I don't mm-hmm. like about Mac apps is that because Mac is so tight fisted about developers, mm-hmm. like when Catalina came out, the new, yep. the newest OS, a lot of stuff stopped working until the developers like updated. And that's the funny thing about that update. I looked at it. Yeah. I'm like, Oh God, no, this thing broke. And I looked at it and Apple had actually been saying for about two years, we're taking away this ability on this date mm-hmm. with this release. You can't run 32 bit apps Two years yeah and so um when things broke and everybody's like oh my apps don't run anymore and Mm -hmm. i looked at it i finally said that's not apple's fault 
they gave yeah. you two years to update. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, it's still vexing when I go into Steam and I'm like, yeah, I'll put on the Mac version of the, oh, the developer hasn't updated to 30. There's a fix for it. Bit. Oh, is there? Yeah, um, I just googled like as soon as as soon as that issue came up because I play a lot no, of no, 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 no. Steam, I've already, I've got working. Some oh, of yeah, the yeah. games in Steam oh. haven't been updated um, to to sixty four bit yet. Uh, mm. May not be because it's like some of the older stuff. So yeah, yeah. Oh well, I guess I'll play them on Linux or maybe I'll reinstall Windows just for games. Please True. don't make me become that person. <laughs> I have a, I have a guy for that person, for that thing. It's uh, my yeah. husband. He's yeah. a virtualization machine, so I have a Windows on my Mac. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I can, I can certainly do that. It's just, mm-hmm. it just feels, I feel dirty whenever I have to uh, start up a VM on my desktop to run a thing. Really? Yeah. Huh. Um, is, it, at least, is it like crossing the streams like in Ghostbusters? Um. No, it's it's much more of uh, as a technical person. Sometimes that it feels more like I failed, right? Really? That that's yeah. It it huh. feels like I lost a battle. Now for Windows things, it's it's like yeah, okay, I have to deal with this. Mm-hmm. Um, I have so many Linux boxes around the house that if it happens with on a Linux thing, where I'm like, well, I guess I have to put a Linux VM on my desktop then I feel like I have done something wrong. Interesting. Except in very specific cases, like I'm building a Linux VM on my work machine mm-hmm. for very specific work use cases. Yeah. Because I can't just go out and do certain things on random Linux box in my house for work. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. but I mean, that's oh. the thing, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, the technology's out there and, uh, and you have to have a pretty good machine to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, yeah I still will... always feel a little dirty doing it. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> I, you know what? Probably my issue is that I don't know enough about it. Because like I mm-hmm. said, like my husband's the one that like sets all that up and maintains it for me. I'm yeah, just yeah. Like, just so long as it works, it's great. Oh, yeah. So, no, 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 no. Bliss. Yeah. And I'm, I, 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 and it's, it's, it's a personal technical thing. I realize that. And that's probably a personality flaw of some sort. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> um, so... I guess we already talked about the things you do, kind of how you've changed your day startup routine now. Mm-hmm. You're still, are, are you still trying to get the first important, most important thing done first on days you don't have to go to work? Um, or I mean all days, but you know, in particular. It, again, it kind of depends on like what, um, what's on tap for that week. Um, mm-hmm. So like this past week when I had so much to get done mm-hmm. before, like by the end of the 30th, um, every, every like spare second was basically like working on that thing. So like in the mornings right. I would work on the stuff I had to do, I would go to TJ's mm-hmm. and then when I came home, I would drink some strong coffee and stay up late and do more. <laughs> right. Right. Um, Which is why now I'm taking like a, a tiny little, like long weekend for myself. Yeah. 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 Do you still um, pre-plan the night before? Um, not, uh, not as well. Um, <laughs> usually now it's, it's first thing in the morning. Cause mm-hmm. part of the way my routine has changed is I eat breakfast mm-hmm. out there away from my workstation. Yeah. Um, but I have my coffee in here. So like mm-hmm. when I am drinking my coffee is when I'm kind of getting started on the computer. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Um, and I have a note here about rainbow color cards, yes. but not for priority. No, it's just, it's just cause it makes me happy. Okay. So, like, Days specifically, like when I have like a full rainbow, mm-hmm. it, 
just makes me so happy. And I feel, (laughs) I feel extra good about that day. Awesome. Okay. Mm -hmm. No, makes perfect sense. Makes perfect sense. Yeah. Um, Do you think um, your advice has changed? Um, Other than wash your damn hands, is there anything you advise people (laughs) now that you, you didn't before? Um, I actually know. And I think, I think my advice is even, even stronger now. So like, Mm -hmm. I think I'm looking back at my notes from last year. Um, so I, what is it somewhere? This actually wasn't in the advice system, but we talked about when we were talking about systems and habits, I mentioned Mm -hmm. taking time to understand yourself. Um, and I think, hi, tiny orange. Um, She wants I, to sleep on this laptop and can't because I have my notes and on it right now. Yeah, <laughs> you're blocking the warmth. You're the worst. Yes, dear, I know. <laughs> she knows we're talking about her. No, um, she knows she's complaining that I've got stuff in her way. So yeah. <laughs> I'll move my notes. Fine. I know who the boss <laughs> is here and it's not me. <laughs> yeah, I, I have the same thing. There's a there's a puppy dog sleeping yeah, back here. Yeah. So Um, but yeah, so I mentioned, uh, last year that like Mm -hmm. taking time to understand yourself Mm -hmm. is really important. And I'm, I'm finding this even more true, um, as I've, you know, started this job at Trader Joe's as well. Um, because like, I think knowing your strengths and Mm -hmm. playing to your strengths is really important. I really don't like corporate books because they're very corporate-y for the most part. Um, I read one back when I worked in a corporate setting called, uh, Strengths Finder. Mm Mm-hmm. And again, I have mixed feelings about it because oof, like sometimes corporate type books have a bit of a, a vibe, like a smarmy vibe. Um, but Strength Finder was, was pretty good. Like it, it had a whole quiz and stuff attached just to like helping you to kind of figure out like stuff that you're good at. Um, I think you're the second, hold on. I, I, I'm suddenly flailing for mm-hmm. my notes from the last interview I did just a couple of days ago. Okay. I want to say that she also talked about strength finder. Oh, interesting. Something else um, that playbook. Um, move, 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 move. Yep. There it is. Strength finder. Oh, right. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's, it's kind of interesting. Um, I mean, a lot of research went into the writing of that book. Um, and so basically the, the concept is like your weaknesses are always going to be your weaknesses. They're always going to be trouble spots. But if you work on, um, using your strengths, like Mm -hmm. you can really build on those. Um, and I don't, like I said, I don't know how, like when you take the quiz and it assigns you your various strengths and stuff, I don't know how sometimes they translate. Like one thing that I know I'm really good at is I, you can probably tell, I enjoy talking to people. Oh yeah, yeah very much a people person um, and whatnot. So like when I'm like, for instance, when I'm working at Trader Joe's, um, we like, we change what we're doing hour by hour, which is because mm-hmm. it keeps things interesting and fresh and moving. So you're not like at the same station for. for right. Hour. Right. Um, but we have what we call um, customer experience also known as CE. And that's basically mm-hmm. the cash register where, you know, you're scanning and bagging yeah, yeah. really basic. Some people really, really hate that. Like it's just not their jam and that's totally fine. Mm -hmm. I love it. I will take on CE shifts all the time. (laughs) I hate cleaning. I hate cleaning so much and I don't Mm -hmm. know why. I just really, really, really hate (laughs) it. Um, And so like I will beg, borrow and steal to not have to clean and I'll usually end up trading like people's CE shifts. So like I'll cover that if they'll go like do whatever cleaning thing I've been assigned. Yeah. 
So I think that knowing those strengths is really good because then you can utilize them mm-hmm. for kind of everyone's benefits. Right. Mm-hmm. Not to say like you need to sacrifice yourself on the altar of um, the greater good, which I think is oh. a good thing, but at the same time can be damaging. Yeah, that one's that one's um, that one's a mixed thing because mm-hmm. um, having dealt with nonprofits, there are some mm-hmm. nonprofits who will. Beg, borrow, steal, drain, suck you dry given the opportunity mm-hmm. because they know you want to help and they always need help. But it's one of those things where they don't always understand the boundary of I do this to help out. Mm-hmm. You do this as your mission in life, mm-hmm. and this is how it will go and um and that causes a lot of people to burn out um Mm -hmm. and it causes a lot of organizers to get frustrated because for an organizer this is their blood this is their life this is their soul it absolutely has to succeed but for Mm -hmm. a lot of volunteers it's this is something i do to that i believe in but i do to help out they're not zealots or true believers as it were Mm, or they might be but they they have other responsibilities they they can't you know and and there's a big disconnect sometimes about that whole um sorry i'm I'm holding court a little bit on this one um there's there's a whole disconnect between we're trying to do good in the world and if you aren't helping us do good in the world then you are a garbage person. And if Mm -hmm. you aren't spending every waking moment, you aren't working on this, working on this, then you're a garbage human being. And it's very, very frustrating sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. Because human human beings only have so much capacity and we have a lot of demands on us and we can only do so much. Yeah. Yeah. And, and when, uh, and when a nonprofit or a volunteer organization or something like that expects you to sacrifice everything, your children, your marriage, everything for it, it's, uh, it's a little disconcerting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I can show you, uh, well, I'm not going to, but I, mm-hmm. I can see like these, the wreckage from, from certain causes of wrecked people, wrecked marriages, wrecked, I mean, all kinds of crazy stuff. So mm-hmm. yeah. So you got to be careful with it. That's all I'm yeah. saying. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And right now is an especially, um, obviously, very anxious time yep. for people. So, like, in our in our job, like, mm-hmm. I mean, Trader Joe's, if you've never been inside, it's a very positive environment. Mm-hmm. Um, Trader Joe's prides itself on, like, providing a great experience for people. And right now, during this anxious time, there's there's kind of more, at least I felt it personally, mm-hmm. like, more tension from people, especially when everything first kicked off, like, um, People, we didn't know. There's so much we don't know, and oh, yeah. we still don't know, but like we're learning. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was all anybody wanted to talk about. People just wanted to talk about COVID 19 and nothing else. And it was really draining. Um, so that, so like even more so, I was mm-hmm. um, like, people were getting really burned out on CE. Um, and thankfully, like they've changed the way a lot of things work in the store mm-hmm. in response to all this and whatnot, which has been really great. Um, yeah. But yeah, so like, you know, sometimes people need a break. Sometimes they don't want to go talk to people and be that like cheerful, yeah, let me help you out, da, 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 da. And that's mm-hmm. okay. Because like I said, there's just sort of like this low thrum of anxiety in the background at all times right now. Yeah, everybody has it. Yeah. 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 Um, so yeah. So like knowing your strengths and knowing like, mm-hmm. 
I can, I can last longer at this than I can at this is really, really helpful. Yeah. And I guess, uh, do you get an employee discount? Yes. Yes. So uh, as someone with celiacs, which you mentioned mm-hmm. last time, I bet My that's really, it, yeah. yeah, your husband has it. Yeah. Uh, I bet that's really handy. Cause it I understand really, really is. they have some of the best gluten-free stuff mm-hmm. of all the things we've tried. Gluten-free Trader Joe's seems to suck the least. Yeah. <laughs> they, they have a very stringent um, process for like choosing mm-hmm. what will and will not be carried in the stores, yeah. which has really paid off. Cause like I, there's very, like, I honestly, I'm not sure there's anything that I've had that I've been like, this is crap quality. Like there are things that I just mm-hmm. personally don't like right. um, just because of personal taste, but like nothing has ever struck me as like, this is crappy quality. Yeah. Yeah. There's, um, there's a lot of, well, I don't like the taste, but the quality is always top notch. Yeah. Always. Um, so yeah. And I, you know, and it is really helpful, you know, working there mm-hmm. to be able to have direct access to those products and just like do my grocery shopping while I'm there already. And then yeah. bring, bring home food. Yeah, no, that, that's, that would be the thing. Mm-hmm. So, um, back to advice. Um, so we have know your strengths, which we did mm-hmm. before. Um, you also had, um, have a support system. Obviously yes. you have that support system. Yes. Um, be kind to people, which mm-hmm. I think is a universal. Yeah, I agree. Um, and then also go find the answer. What do you need to do to get the thing? Yes. So, um, and I've been thinking about this uh, um, a lot, like as mm-hmm. a, as an indie creator, because mm-hmm. they're in the world, there are gatekeepers. There are. And not to say you should like pretend the gatekeepers don't exist, but um, I think it's important to kind of, maybe do away with that idea that like I'm not allowed to even approach the gatekeeper and ask. Um, So yeah, like, I mean, gatekeepers, they, they perform a service in the world and they have a use in some situations. Um, But yeah, like I, I would encourage people don't ever assume that like you can't even ask. Um, Sometimes you, you never know. Like, you, you might have hidden talents or, or things to offer or mm-hmm. something interesting um, that people are interested in. So yeah, always, mm-hmm. and I know it's scary. I know it's so scary. Oh, it's terrifying. Yeah. Um, and if someone says no, don't take that as a, a complete rejection. You're terrible at things. Sometimes mm-hmm. people are just assholes. Yeah, that, yeah. or like it's not the right time or mm-hmm. the situation is just not set up in the right way right now. Yeah, um, and I, I I want to to post this specifically at uh, at uh, uh, women, people of color, creators in in genres that are not that are currently dominated by cis hetero white males. Mm-hmm. Yeah, don't take no for an answer. I mean, maybe so that guy's an asshole for saying no, but there are other people out there who are willing to buy your stuff. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And yeah. you know, asking questions can also be a really good networking tool. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, ask like, um, for instance, like going to a colleague or something and saying, Hey, do you know anyone who like can teach me this or can like help me with getting into this con or that con or whatever, whatever mm-hmm. the situation mm-hmm. may be. Oh yeah. So, yeah. Cause sometimes people do. Um, so yeah, you never know. 
I, and yeah, and there are a lot of great resources out there who aren't part of the big established whatever, mm-hmm. right? Um, yeah. You don't, if you're creating a comic, you don't need to do San Diego Comic Con your very, 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 very first year of producing. Oh, thing, gosh, no. Right? Um, <laughs> yeah. Or if you're a, um, I'm sure there are a lot of you listening. If you're a furry artist or a furry creator, do mm-hmm. the smaller cons first. Don't, you know, the bigger cons are hard to get into, not going to lie. But mm-hmm. that doesn't mean you shouldn't apply. But certainly don't consider yourself a failure if you didn't get into the artist's, uh, into the dealer's room or something for like next year's Anthrocon. Yeah. Um, and I have to say next year's Anthrocon now because they finally, uh, they canceled for this year. So Yeah. 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 Um, Okay. Any big changes in success and failure? Uh, yes. Yeah. So oh. I have gotten, I remember last time, I, mm-hmm. I didn't really have a good answer for how to celebrate success. Um, yeah. And since then, I've, I've thought really hard <laughs> about it. And I found that um, if, I, I, if I do something that's just for me, mm-hmm. um, that feels very rewarding. Like I think before I would consider stuff that like, I mean, obviously I want to include my husband and whatnot, but like, right. Um, it wouldn't feel as much like this is for me. Like if Mm -hmm. we both went out to dinner at our favorite restaurant, which we also do a lot together anyhow, at least we did. Right. Right. Um, can't wait for them to open back up. Uh, so anyway, but like I found if I'm doing something that's just for me. So like, obviously, Mm -hmm. you know, the hubs having celiac, um, there's a lot of stuff he can't partake of. Right. But we have, we do have a system in our house where if I bring something with gluten into the house, mm-hmm. like I can kind of like, you know, turn into Gollum and keep it in a corner all isolated and stuff by itself. <laughs> and then I can enjoy that. Um, so like, for instance, since I crushed it this last week with all the stuff I had to get done, I got myself sushi. Ah, um, yes. Oh, good. It was everything I dreamed it would be. Um, so yeah, so like I got myself sushi and of course I like observed the quarantine measures mm-hmm. for the gluten in our house. Um, but yeah, and it was perfect and it felt very rewarding. Yeah. So uh, yeah, so I've started um, things that are just for me that I don't do very often um, is, is kind of like I found is my key. Because then too, if it's something I'm not doing very often, like I'm not compromising um, other goals, like if I'm eating goals or what have you. Right. Yeah. So what you're saying is somewhere in that new office of yours, there's going to be a hermetically sealed Oreo storage containment unit? Uh, goldfish, but yes. Goldfish. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Goldfish, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's actually kind of brilliant. Um, I, <laughs> and I mean, he knows. He's like, there are spaces he's not comfortable in the house that are mm-hmm. very much my spaces. Uh-huh. Um, uh-huh. Yeah. Like my video game corner upstairs, my office. Those are those are like my little my caves. <laughs> yeah, oh uh, yeah. Your video game corner. So as long as you're here, which which video games are you playing through the duration? Well, um, so I play a game called Don't Starve. Um, it's okay. on Steam. I I've call heard it of Don't Die yes. Horribly because starving's not the only way you can die in this. Mm-hmm. And it's just it's a really cute, whimsical little um, survival game. So you're like dropped in the middle of a wilderness and you have to, you know, collect resources and craft stuff and build it and then move on to the next world. Um, And I actually just beat adventure mode in there. So they have sandbox mode, 
Okay. And then they have adventure mode. And adventure mode okay. is hard. I died so many times. Um, but I just beat it, so I got like a new playable character. Um, ah. And the artwork is very Edward Gorey. Oh, okay. Now it's I'm really interested. Cool. I've, I've, I've been hearing things on and off. And I'm like, I don't know if I want to do that. But now, now Edward Gorey. Yeah. All right, fine. And it's really interesting because the characters are all, they're voiced by different musical instruments. So like ah. there's this one character called Willow and she's voiced by a flute. Um, <laughs> there's, a, there's like a big strongman guy mm-hmm. uh, who's voiced by a tuba, but he's mm. also really scared of monsters. So of course they all have like their pros and cons. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, it's really cool. It's a fun game. Um, so don't starve. Yeah. And I've been playing uh, a lot of Elder Scrolls online. Everybody loves them some Elder Scrolls. Mm-hmm. I but do find... Oh, go ahead. I was going to say, but you haven't fallen into the, um, into the Animal Crossing brain shared space. I have a lot of friends who are playing that and love it. Um, and mm-hmm. I have a very, very, very old... Um, version of Animal Crossing, like the original Wii version. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah it's fine. I, I think maybe I don't... It's, I kind of see it like The Sims. Mm-hmm. I think The Sims is only fun if you're doing challenges and stuff. And you kind of craft your experience in a way that appeals to you. And I think yeah. Animal Crossing is the same for me. There's uh, And they're uh, watching Ursula and Liz play just... And visiting each other's islands and who's crafting what now kind of mm-hmm. things. Uh, it does reach that point after you get through the first, like after a certain point and the whole world unlocks kind of thing. Yeah. So, um, but Elder Scrolls Online a lot of. Yeah. Um, I just finished <laughs> the, uh, the Dark Brotherhood blood um, storyline, mm-hmm. which was really fun. Um, and I'm trying, to, I'm trying to level up my Thieves Guild, but I find the Thieves Guild quests they take forever. Like Dark Brotherhood, you go, you do a murder, you come back, done. <laughs> um, with Thieves Guild, you have to like go pickpocket 10 people and then maybe get a small reward or you can pickpocket 10 more people and then get a bigger reward. It just takes a really long time. That's uh, the grindy phase. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I, need to, I need to look up and see if like people have figured out ways to do this faster. Mm-hmm. So yeah, because it's like my older sister and I, we did like a ha- video game happy hour last night where she was on her phone and playing the Sims and I was on my phone and playing, um, Elder Scrolls. Yeah. And that, man, it just took forever <laughs> to do one, uh, one quest. So, yeah. Yeah. I think that was, that's one of the reasons I kind of stepped away from a lot of MMOs is there's that grindy bit, mm-hmm. uh, where you're, you've, you've done all of this one thing and now you're in, in wow. It was, um, grinding, um, uh, grinding reputation with the different factions. Yes. At Endgame, and I was just like, "This is not fun. Mm-hmm. This is this is actually not fun." So, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. By the way, if you can hear sirens, I apologize for that. Here in Tennessee, they test our tornado sirens every Saturday. Yeah, you're on the other side of the mountains from me in the tornado mm-hmm. zone. I mm-hmm. mean, we get them, but technically, I think you're in the Midwest. Mm-hmm. So it's a whole different ballgame on the other side of the Appalachians. Yeah. So yeah. I apologize for, for that noise. <laughs> Nothing I can do about it. Um, but yeah, like that, that grindy phase is always a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, I just have to get through this. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, um, so yeah, those are like my two main games. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I do always love Dragon Age. I can't wait for the next one to come out whenever it does. Yeah, I think that's that's what Ursula's waiting on. And we just got word um, Shepard is all excited about the next um, Assassin's Creed. 
Ah, nice. Where's this uh, one set? Norway. Really? Huh. Uh, Vikings. Oh, see, that'll be really cool. Yeah. That'll um, be awesome. Yeah, and I do have to check on uh I do have to check with one friend to see if that's what they're actually working on at mm-hmm. uh, Ubisoft. So yeah. that will make me extra excited. Definitely. Um, yeah. With the inside track. Well, or at least I can go, I know the person who did X or Y on that game. That's mm-hmm. uh, that's not my game. Uh, Assassin's Creed games are not me. That's all Shep and Ursula, and they'll mm-hmm. both play them when they come out. Yeah. Ursula's done, or at least bored with Animal Crossing by then. Mm-hmm. So yeah. We'll see if that happens. I mean, yeah, Animal exactly. Crossing is going real strong right now. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, anything else? Uh, uh, have you changed how you dealt with failure in addition uh, to your celebration of success? Hmm. That's a good question. So I do, I do tend to do a postmortem um, mm-hmm. still when I, when I deal with failure, like I said, when I had such unrealistic expectations um, yeah. and whatnot, like I journaled it and kind of figured out like where I'd gone wrong. Um, mm-hmm. I call this journal entry Dana. No. <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, and I think just kind of uh, breaking it down is still what works for me personally and seeing what went wrong, what I can, ch- what I can change, you know, mm-hmm. sometimes there's stuff you can't change, but like what I can change to make the situation better. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Hello again, tiny orange. <laughs> <sighs> I, she may, it may be time for tiny orange to ride on my shoulders to food. So, but she can wait. Mm-hmm. Um, anything else you want to cover? Um, I know, like, I will say, mm-hmm. um, also on the, on the asking thing, going back mm-hmm. to that, yeah, absolutely. um, with time being so weird right now and mm-hmm. like sometimes, you know, even just going to the grocery store is an ordeal. I would, I would highly recommend, um, calling your local grocery store, um, and, you know, just to having a chat with them to say, okay, like, what's, what's the best way for me to get X, Y, and Z? Like, if there's something you're having trouble getting. Yeah. Um, my, like, every, I know that every store in the country, every grocery store is kind of dealing with things as best mm-hmm. they can and in different ways. Um, my store does customer holds. So, like, you can always call us and be like, hey, can you, can I get some of this? And can you call me when it comes in or whatever? Yeah. Again, I know that you know, even just talking on the phone for some people is really intimidating. Um, and that's okay, but it can be really, really helpful, especially like in this time. And Mm -hmm. I'm, you know, just an idea in case it helps to make people's life easier. (laughs) Yeah, no, I just found out that apparently, um, if we want to order pickup at the one grocery store, it's, Mm -hmm. it's booked solid for the next two weeks, but they're often able to do same day delivery. Oh, that's quite cool. So I'm like, Hmm. Mm-hmm. How useful. Maybe Ursula doesn't have to spend a day prepping for, and then going to the grocery store for like an hour and then coming home and having to recover for three. Mm-hmm. Right. Maybe, maybe yeah. that doesn't have to happen. So mm-hmm. yeah. And always tip your drivers. Well, Oh God. Yes, absolutely. And the people who are, who are still making food and out there mm-hmm. and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we've got several places that either deliver or doing takeout now that didn't before. And, mm-hmm. uh, Oh my God, we had the best Mexican from one of the newer Mexican restaurants in town the other day. And it was, nice. or not the other day, last night. And it oh, was, very nice. it was really good. And it was yeah. like really nice. It's like, I don't have to cook. Mm-hmm. 
it's all taken care of and we're still supporting local because it's a local restaurant. It's not like it's a, yeah. a huge chain or anything. So mm-hmm. it's like, and we're still, we're able to support locally. So definitely. Very yeah, important. We've been trying to do that a lot too. Our favorite Mexican restaurant uh, or taco place, it's kind of fusion. Um, they are not open here in Nashville right now. Um, but we, they have like a GoFundMe to help yeah. support their employees. So we've donated to that and stuff. Yeah. I, I am disappointed that, uh, because of general attitudes in the South being what they are, the Chinese place in town is closed. I know most yeah. of ours are, are as well. I was actually surprised that I was able to, to get, um, my sushi last night, but it was very good. And it, it's unfortunately a lot of different Asian places are kind of conflated together. Thanks to yes. some of the places. Yes. Um, so yeah. Um, but I was, I was very glad that the place I went last night still open and running. It's, uh, it's amazing. We have a grocery store that does sushi and uh, they have an actual sushi chef doing it. It's not like he's, uh, you know, it's not like, uh, you know, rando off the streets. They said, here's the book, here's the rice, good luck. Yeah. Which happens at some of these, I'll admit. Mm-hmm. But like, this guy's like, no, no, no. Oh, you want me to do something special? Hold on. And then out comes the fancy knife. And That sounds like, very hey. cool. Yeah, yeah, it's way cool. Mm-hmm. Very, very cool. Yeah. So... Mm-hmm. All right, so I have all these links. Uh, mm-hmm. Do you want to remind us about them? Uh, so you can uh, just find my site. And like I said, there's loads of helpful blog entries and stuff, especially mm-hmm. if you're learning new systems for writers and stuff, um, at wordsbydana.com. Mm-hmm. Um, you can also just find me at Dana Frederick on Instagram. That's my biggest social media platform. Um, I'm also the same on Twitter. Look at how my name is spelled because unfortunately it is kind of a very crazy original German spelling. I am going to link them. I always oh, put the you. links to them in the show notes. So. Awesome. And that so, way yeah. people don't see, see that way. I can misspell it three times. Nobody has to know. There you They'll go. get it right when they finally see it. <laughs> Perfect. And I do try to cultivate a very positive vibe on mm-hmm. my social media and stuff. So like, if you want to just come and hang out and say hi and hang out in like a positive place, um, I tend not to hang out with jerks if I can help it. So, um, yeah, like that's, that's their, um, website, um, social media. That's, that's pretty much it. Like I've got links to other places on the website. So yeah. Like words by Dana, the Patreon and the coffee. Yeah. Yeah. Those are, those are both there too. You get, and like I said, you get, um, goodies for, for both of those things. Yeah. Patreon, Kofi, and I will, I will link all those things like I do. Perfect. Thank so you that, so much. Yeah, absolutely. So that we can uh, uh, all share in the joy. Because mm-hmm. I do like your Instagram feed when I'm able to catch up on Instagram. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, uh, I think that's everything. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Kevin. It was awesome to catch up with you. I'm so glad and stay safe out there. Oh, I plan on it. Um, and thank you so much for taking the time out of your uh, surprisingly now busy schedule. Yeah, even busier than before. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And for the people at home, we'll be right back after this.
And we are back. I'd like to thank Dana for coming back to talk to us. It was absolutely fantastic. And I look forward to catching up, I guess, in another year or two. So we'll see how that all works out. Our badge code this week is hot water, since I have it again, and you have no idea how great that is. Or maybe you do. Maybe you understand exactly how great it is to uh, not have hot water and then have it again or or whatever. I mean, this is a first world problem, I'll admit. I've been to places where there is no hot water unless you boil it. And so uh, it was a minor inconvenience, uh, much more than a, uh, a true hardship. But it was uh, it was just you know exciting house full of people and no hot water. So that's this week's badge code. If you want to know more about badge codes and the open badges we issue, please go to productivityalchemy.com. There is a handy badge how to under uh, the main menu, and that has been updated to reflect the fact that we are now sort of a standalone badge issuer. There's still some bugs that are being worked out, uh, but uh, overall, I'm very pleased with that, and I hope you are too. At least those of you who collect badges, I know not everyone does. So that's it for this week. I hope you have a good week and do your best to stay productive.